Welcome to the Teen Financial Freedom Podcast. Teen Financial Freedom is a personal finance blog run by teens who are on a mission to equip their peers with the knowledge, resources, and understanding they need to become financially free for the rest of their lives. What's up, guys? Terry and Ian back again. In a previous episode, we were discussing Ian's recycling business and how he's seen very good success with what he's been doing there. And we ran through all the numbers and kind of how you could get started yourself if you wanted to and all the backstory there. In this episode, I was wanting to dive into how Ian has managed that 10 grand so far, the 10 grand he's made in this year so far, kind of break down his thinking behind the way he's managing his finances and the revenue he's making from that business, what he's planning to do with it, kind of apps he's using, what kind of tools he's using, just kind of everything about, you know, the personal finances, strategies he's using. So uh, with that, Ian, money, do you have like a specific percentage you do with it all? Is it just like save 100% of it or is, do you like spend 10%, save 90 or kind of what's well, the, what's your budgeting? So with eBay, which is not the focus of this episode, I do have like different percentages. Mm-hmm. Before my recycling business, 100% goes straight into savings. Interesting. And are you saving that in a specific uh, place, like a specific account or like a vehicle, like a 529? Uh, so first, it will land in a, um, in a savings account, Bank of America. Not my choice of bank, but my dad made me. Actually, funny, quick story. He actually uses the checks that we get from the scrapper to put in another account to pay off his car home, but he transfers his money into the account. Mm. But he utilizes the check just make it easy, pay off his car loan because the bank makes it so hard yeah. for him to pay extra. Just a cool side story. Mm-hmm. So once it lands in the savings account, once we go to about six thousand dollars, then we transfer five thousand into a five two nine. And I only have a very rudimentary, limited knowledge of what a five two nine is. I, I essentially know know is a specialized college saving plan. Do you have any more specialized knowledge, kind of what a five two nine is? I'm now expert on five tonight, but I can basically call it the Roth IRA of college. Interesting. That's basically how it is. So different states have different rules, but basically you save tax-free the money. Like, like different states, you can deduct it on your taxes. Others, it's like you still pay tax. Like it's pretty much for your parents you deduct on their taxes. Mm-hmm. That's the way it's safe for you. And once you're in college, you can use it to pay for your um, dorm, I believe for textbooks, for even like a laptop, tablet, food, mm-hmm. basically off the expenses. It's just, you cannot spend it on like an apartment off campus or mm. one idea I had was use the money to get a rental home nearby. Mm-hmm. You know, you can put no finance there. So it's really like limited what you can do. And if you don't spend that money in the right way, you get penalized like a Roth IRA or a 401k. So with the 529, can you invest in like index funds and mutual funds and bonds and other things like you can in a Roth IRA? Or is that limited to like just sitting in there like a savings account? It's basically a Roth IRA. You can go into the stock market, the bond market. Interesting. There's a lot you can do. And if I recall correctly, there's a similar plan, but for medical expenses, right? I forget what it's um, called. That, that's actually very different. I believe oh, you're okay. talking about an H- HSA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. savings account. That's just you save the money. Interesting. And how's mean, that different than... I may be wrong. I, I cannot remember if it lets you go on the stock market, but hmm. maybe we can do a different episode or blog post yeah. about that. Maybe we will talk about HSAs. It, it's pretty smart. Yeah. It's a smart, like, hack. Yeah. All right. So you, as of right now, 
you put all your recycling business revenue into a 529, right? Mm-hmm. Do you have any other sources of income? Um, well, I do have an eBay store, but that does not go into my 529. That goes in my emergency fund, my checking account. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's only this recycling business that's funding my cottage. Gotcha. And what was the name of your recycling business again? Ian's Cans for Cottage, which is a play on like, it's, I, I collect cans uh-huh. to save for cottage. Okay. I like that. I like that. So, you know, following that name, you put all the revenue you make from that straight into your, your college fund. Mm-hmm. Have you already picked out which college you want to go to and how much it's going to cost you? Well, I really want to go to UC Berkeley. I don't know how much it's going to cost me, but if I don't get directly into UC Berkeley because it's pretty competitive, mm-hmm. there's a back way. Like, I only want to go to UC Berkeley because not just because it's a good school. It's half an hour away from my house. Nice. So I can still live at home and, you know, right. be the frugal guy I am. Yeah. But in California, if you go to community college, the first two years are free and you can get a guaranteed transfer into a UC or CSU. So if I don't get directly into UC Berkeley, I can go there and that will save me a bunch of money, which we can do a whole different episode just on my college plan. But I'm just a sophomore, so maybe in a few years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll be interesting. Are you ever tempted to like spend any of the money? Because uh, I know most kids uh, in your position, they look at 10 grand and be like, man, I'm getting this new piece of technology. I'm getting all these games. I'm going to get out know, every day. Like I used to be like that, but I'm not. I have enough self-control. But I did spend $28 from my eBay store on a costume, which I want to return now. Mm. Pretty bad. But I just, even though part of the is walking distance, and I, I, yesterday I was bike riding there with my friend and my chain broke as I was trying to cross the road. Mm. Bummer. Yeah. Well, he fixed it, but we just were like, screw it. It's cursed. Yeah. <laughs> so you... Um... You don't have very many expenses. Basically, how how do you make this, this, the switch or the change from being like the average team with the, the average money mindset to like the super frugal guy who I, I don't know. Much? Honestly, just don't know. Just change. Did it anything? Did anything to do with like uh, learning more about the personal finance world? And exactly. Watching, yes. watching those videos from like yeah, Graham it was and... because of Graham Stephan and everything. Like, um, I have read in a blog post on team the team trillionaire about my personal financial story. I need to bring it over to um, mm-hmm. our blog. But it's just like a switch collecting me. Like my favorite like lesson about personal finance, like being frugal, is Starbucks mm-hmm. coffees. If you're spending $7 a day on coffee, why not make it at home and invest that? And you'll have like a million dollars, three million or whatever up mm-hmm. to 55 years. Interesting. Like I, I really don't want to get into the math right now, but it's like if you do the math and mess with a calculator, you can see how much you can grow. Yeah. Seven dollars a day. Yeah. Compound interest is pretty crazy. Compounding interest is the best thing in personal finance. Yeah. I love those playing with those calculators. They're and the, the results are nuts. It just kind of blows your mind. Yeah. Um are there I'm curious, I think there's a there's a blogger I follow. Uh, called ESI Money, and he interviews millionaires. And one of the questions that he asks them in his interviews, which I kind of find funny and interesting, um, is like, do you have any like guilty expense or like this one thing you like to spend money on that some might say, like, for example, if you're like a coffee, um, a coffee lover and you love coffee, um, but you're doing super well financially, maybe the, the guilty thing you spend money on is, you know, 
five bucks a day on coffee at this one specific shop, even though you shouldn't, but you could because you can afford it. So you're like, do you have one of those just like those little things you just like to kind of splurge on every once in a while? Well, I'm going to call you out here, Terry, and say you've spent five bucks a month on a video game. Oh, yeah, yeah. I have mine. Yeah, yeah I'm sure. calling you out on that now. Not saying I don't. <laughs> but one thing I do is, this was before my cross-country season started, I will walk home from school, mm-hmm. and I will always walk past this gas station, AM, PM, which is in Arco. Mm-hmm. I would spend like two bucks on a slushie. It used to be under a dollar, but they increased inflation through the roof. I swear. Yeah. Or I will get... Inflation. Subway sandwiches are really um, a good guilty pressure, but they're also healthy. So mm-hmm. that's my argument. You got to eat healthy sometimes. Yeah. Another one is I purposely try and buy more eco-friendly. If Even if it's more expensive, I buy eco-friendly. Nice. I'm very about being eco-friendly and stuff. So if a water bottle says it's like 100% recycled plastic versus another one that doesn't, I'll buy that one. Because mm. it makes me feel better. Yeah, that's cool. As Ian's already alluded to a little bit, my, at least previously, my, my guilty expense or yeah, uh, my guilty expense or like one thing I splurged on um, was like a, a $5 monthly thing for uh, a Clash of Clans was the video game I played at the time. But then as time went on, I was like, hey, I'm kind of done with this game. So um, one thing I'll mention about that, by the way, is if there's something you're spending money on regularly, stop and ask yourself if it's still bringing you the same amount of enjoyment uh, that it once was, because for a while, um, I enjoyed paying five bucks a month for the game I was playing. Um, it, you know, I, I could look at my personal finances and see I could afford it and that it wasn't going to harm me long-term. But then at some point I noticed I wasn't getting the same value or enjoyment out of it that I once was. So I, so I stopped the expense, um, nope. even though I could technically still afford it. I said to ask myself, is it still worth it to me? And the answer was no. So that's when I stopped it. And um, honestly, having even stopped to think about what my current, splurges i guess it's occasionally like a, a coffee or two from my library for like a dollar 25 and then awake. carrie it's funny you say that because on the all once out in youtube animator he was talking about shirts and there's a scene called oodles i'm not exactly sure this is really real he made it sound real mm-hmm. oodles is how they measure how happy you are with the purchase it sounds like you lost all of your oodles after a while yeah 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 i guess like it kind of just shifted you know over time yeah. Like, I have been very tempted in the past to buy Roblox, but I never bought Roblox, and I'm honestly happy because sometimes yeah. I'll be like, why the heck did I spend money on this? Yeah. Um, the same thing, like, for video games specifically, because I mean, I know a lot of people our age play video games. Um, one thing I've found is I'll see, like, um, the video game I play right now is Valorant, and occasionally something will pop up in the shop. I'm like, ooh, that kind of looks nice. I would love to buy that. But then I don't let myself buy it for at least two, three weeks. And I just let myself sit on it and mull over it and mull over it and mull over it. And so that's led to me playing Valorant for close to a year, year and a half now, and only spending like, I haven't even done the math, 50, 75 bucks total on it, um, which is two or three purchases because a single skin costs like 20 bucks. It was insane. But I have some friends who, friends and family members who have spent in the three digit numbers on, on the game. And they've played like half as much time as I have. And I'm just like, it blows my mind. Um, so controlling impulse spending like that is very important. Those people are called whales in the video game world. That's how oh, yeah. free apps manage yeah. to make money. But that could be even a different podcast episode. There's, it sure could. There's like, <laughs> like if you guys have ever seen like, like um, for example, Gardenscape with their like mini logic puzzles mm-hmm. ads, and then you download the app and it's completely different. Yep. 
there's like a whole science behind that that I could talk about. Yep. Yeah, there is super interesting. But back to your your finances specifically, is there any like apps or tools you like to use to help you manage your your finances? Well, I don't really use apps or anything because I don't spend much. But Mint is a good app that I recommend for anyone. You can connect your bank accounts and see everything there. Mm-hmm. But for the only app I use is my Bank of America app. Nice. That, that's just to see my checking account. I use Yota Bank for all my emergency fund. Mm-hmm. Which I did have to tap into recently because I broke an iPad. Yeah, I heard and that story. It was unfortunate. Vanguard and Mural Lynch for my um, five to nine. Because just to give context, so I have fifteen grand in my five to nine right now. Mm-hmm. So even though I made ten grand from recycling, I have savings from before I started this business. So I have five thousand in small cap in Vanguard, five thousand in S and P in Vanguard, mm-hmm. and five thousand on a Black Rock. Um, equity fund in Mural Lynch. Nice. Nice. So that's something we didn't get into, but I'm like, I'm just going to throw it out so you see where my money is. I'm, I'm pretty diversifying for my next five grand, which will not be till 2022, because they cap you at 15 grand a year mm. in contributions, because that's like the, the gift limit in the um, IRS eyes. I will go probably to VTIAX, which is the Vanguard Information Technology ETF, which is their version of the ARC Innovations Fund, mm-hmm. which is like semiconductors and everything. And I personally talked to my business teacher at my high school. He recommends it. Interesting. So you're basically, the, the way it's working right now for you is that you have, you're dedicating all the revenue from your recycling business to saving for college. And then you have an eBay business on the side that makes a little bit less and it's a little bit more inconsistent, but you take the profits you make from there and you divvy it up between your checking account for daily expenses and your Yoda account, basically an emergency. Fund when I break an iPad again. For things like a broken iPad. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Yeah, um, I cannot survive without an iPad. But um, yeah, that's pretty much how and my grandma like, just needs 50 bucks a month for whatever reason. Yeah. If she does with us. So um, I just put that in Yoda. Okay, so I'm going to wrap this episode up with a question for you. You're what, 15 or 16 now? 16? I'm 15. 15? What kind of advice would you have for all two questions? So it's kind of too, too faucet or too faceted here. Um, what kind of advice would you have for 13 year old um, Ian? And then what kind of personal finance advice would you have for your fellow 16 year olds out there? You know, for 13 year old me, it's pretty much six your crap, dude. Like, come on. Mm-hmm. Six, whatever was going on with you. But financial wise, be happy that you're gonna get into finance soon. And if you and start learning more about finance at that moment, like I've been mm-hmm. lucky that my dad taught me little by little throughout my life, mm-hmm. but really took off on ground stiff and stuff. But just like don't spend all your money on stupid crap. Yeah. And then for fellow 16-year-olds, if you don't want to be an entrepreneur, get a job and mm-hmm. they come talk to me and I'll tell you how you can budget. I have yeah. a bunch of friends who come to me, they're like, hey, how can I budget this? Or how can you help me with my taxes? Can you help me with this and this? And I'm like, okay, no more storybooks. Here's your like, cake, coffee, your Keurig. Mm-hmm. Like, it's pretty crazy. And I'm the, and I'm now that I have a business club in my high school, which I might do a podcast episode, talk about it once it's more up and running. Mm-hmm. I'm doing pretty cool stuff there. I'm going to be posting like YouTube videos for my school to learn about finance. Nice. That's a really good idea. To the 16-year-olds at my school, watch it or I'll call me after you. (laughs) 
So essentially your advice to your 13 year old self would have been to try to save at least save of whatever you're making at the time or whatever was I want to whatever make in, yeah, whatever income sources were coming in, whether financial gifts or birthday money or whatever, try to set aside a portion of it at least. So it wasn't all going to just frivolous expenses and just start learning about finances, even in a simple way at that age. And then for your 16 year old peers, your advice would be to um, whether or not you're an entrepreneurial person or have your own business to find an income source of some sort, even if it is just a basic job and then just start budgeting and learning financial discipline, essentially budgeting and saving. One thing about that, my club, we were debating between DECA and FBLA. We're trying mm-hmm. to do FBLA. So in case someone does not want to be an entrepreneur, they can learn business side of stuff. Nice. Yeah, but I, can't, I, I promise you guys, I will do a podcast episode in the future about my club. You guys want to hear cool. all my amazing club stuff. Yeah, cool. All right. Well, Ian, thanks for walking us through. Um, Thank you for having me, Terry. Yeah. Thanks for walking us through all your personal finance stuff. And uh, guys, we'll catch you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Teen Financial Freedom Podcast. We would greatly appreciate it if you could subscribe, leave a review, and share this with someone who needs it.